it may be a well-founded fear because you have been hurt and maybe you are afraid to be vulnerable again. So if that is the case, then it sounds like there is something else that you need to work on. It sounds like perhaps your way to overcome the fear is to work on feeling safe in the marriage. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fueled Wife podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. And this week, we're going to talk about those sneaky little feelings, maybe of paranoia that you might have of finding something inappropriate in your husband's phone, or maybe something inappropriate that he is doing. Let's jump right in with this topic because it is so crucial for us to know. Now, the first thing I want to say is, I am so sorry that you're going through this, that you're feeling this way. Feeling this paranoia, right? It's a, it's a place of fear. So you're Right now, you are operating out of a place of fear. And I'm not saying that there is something wrong with you for that. Most likely what has happened is there is something in the past that is causing you to feel this way now. And that's the really difficult thing that we are dealing with is that perhaps something happened before and now he is saying he's not going to do it again, but you're really not feeling so comfortable. So let's talk about that. This is going to go back to some of those triggers that we talked about last week. Right now, you are afraid of feeling triggered or maybe just anything is triggering you because you feel so hurt and wounded at this time. Now, this particular question, full disclosure, did come from one of our listeners. But here's the thing. I don't know all the background information. And it might be easy for me to just sit here and give you like step one, two, three without all the background information. But it's, I think, going to be really important in any circumstance that we look at. We have to look at the full picture. Now, this particular listener was feeling, she said she was really feeling paranoid over her husband, over him looking at inappropriate pictures or inappropriate things online. She said they they talked about it and she was really struggling with that. And I, my heart went out to her because I can totally see how that would happen. And these are the things, what I would say would be 
perhaps common threads behind anything like this that might happen. A, if she had talked to him about it before, obviously it's something that has happened before that she was upset about. Now, one thing that I would say to you is going back to what we talked about next week, is this a boundary that has been communicated? Now, in this particular instance, it sounds like it was because she said it's something that they talked about before, but just in case, was it communicated and was it communicated clearly? Number two, if this was a boundary that was communicated, have there been any consequences for the boundary having been broken? Because perhaps some of this paranoia is that You've talked about it before, but he's still done it. So maybe because there hasn't been any consequences, he still keeps going back and doing the thing. Now, the other thing might be that your husband is a very good man and this is an area in which he's struggling. Now, as much as it may hurt us, this is something that we have to work together. Of course, it's not your fault, but certainly there are resources out there for him. A lot of times it's not really our place as wives to help him through it because whatever it is he's going through is going to hurt us. And what he really needs is mentors and people who have walked that walk and been through those circumstances who could really help him through that i'm going to post in the show notes a great resource i've actually had them on the show before but it's a lovely couple clint and chastity i believe their name is and their ministry is called restore to more and they actually specifically work on this issue they've walked through it before i can also link the episode in the show notes it was a fun conversation but they walked through what that look like in their marriage and how they've moved forward. So that may be your case. That may be why you're feeling triggered about it. Now, the other thing is sometimes if we've discussed the boundary, we've shown that there's going to be consequences for breaking the boundary, but we're really still having a hard time believing that he's going to stay within this boundary, we need to understand this. There is nothing that we can do to affect his actions, right? We can communicate the boundary. We can enforce the boundary with consequences, but he might still go ahead and cross the line. He might still go out there and look at inappropriate pictures. So what I want to say is this, what does it do for you? What does the fear or the paranoia do for you other than eat you up inside and make you feel like you're going crazy. Nothing, right? It just, it eats at you. And I'm, I'm sure you know this because otherwise you wouldn't have asked me the question of how to get over it. So for you, I think the important thing to say is it's not fair. I don't think it's a fair expectation of ourselves to say we just need to get over it. What I think is a, maybe a healthy way to reframe that is having enough faith in your relationship and your husband that he won't cross the boundary. A, B, that if he does, that's God, God is going to be there to take care of you if he does. But C, also and a really important thing I like to remind my listeners is that we are never going to know if our husband's changed if we don't actually give him the opportunity. So if we are always so afraid or trying to control so tightly his actions by doing these things or saying, oh, you got to put these settings on your phone or you have to do this or you have to completely delete Instagram, whatever that looks like. I have no idea. But my the point is, if we try to control the situation, what's happening is that control is coming from a place 
of fear. And where there is fear, there's no love, right? Because perfect love drives out all fear. So we're really, we're responding to him, we're reacting to him in coming from a place of fear rather than coming from a place of love, rather than receiving his apology, receiving the wonderful things that he's given us that say, hey, I'm so sorry. I know I did this thing and it was wrong and I'm committed to not doing that anymore. And then watching the fruit of what happens when we allow him the freedom to make a mistake. Do you wish there was a way to enjoy the happy and connected marriage you expected to have when you said I do? Or maybe a way to feel cherished and sexy and understood by your husband? Or a way to feel like he's more than just a roommate or a co-parent? Listen, I know what it feels like to look at him and think, I love him. He's a good man. I just kind of hate our marriage right now. Or to look at other marriages and wonder, why can't mine be more like that? Or explore all the resources for Christian couples, but feel forgotten because they make the assumption that he's going to participate, he's going to read the book or try the course, or that he's even a Christian. Or trying to ask in every possible way, but still feeling like he just refuses to listen to me. Or the worst, feeling like I was trapped in a loveless marriage. Guess what? That's why I created the Grace-Fueled Marriage Method, where I teach you to stop fighting with your husband without feeling guilty for expressing your needs. You'll be able to communicate with him in a way that's loving, but doesn't leave you feeling like a doormat. You'll get the exact formula to communicate in a way that you actually understand each other, and you'll be able to rediscover your friendship and passion all over again. So if you're ready to feel excited when your husband comes home at the end of the day and feel like you finally have the marriage of your dreams, three, two, one, go run over to the gracefuelsmarriagemethod.gra.com so you can have a marriage where you stop fighting and finally get your needs met. A great rule in boundaries or law of boundaries in the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend in this book, which I love so much. One of the laws of boundaries that they talk about is the law of motivation. And what it says is this. It says the law of motivation states that we must be free to say no before we can wholeheartedly say yes. Now, what do I mean by that? By that, I mean, if we try so hard to control the situation where we're not giving him the opportunity to be free, well then, what is his real motivation for doing it? He has to not want to do the thing that we're asking him to not do. So we have to really step back and really watch how much are we trying to control and how much control are we willing to let go in this situation? Because bottom line is we're holding on to control because we're afraid and we're trying to protect ourselves and we're trying to protect ourselves from being hurt again. And I don't blame you. I would want to protect myself from being hurt again. In this instance, if you've actually forgiven your husband, you've given up your right to hold it over his head or basically you've canceled his debt. He did the thing that was wrong. He said he's sorry, whatever, and you've canceled the debt. And so you can't hold it over his head again if this is true forgiveness. Now, that being said, let's be clear on what forgiveness is not. It's not excusing or forgetting or pretending that the thing he did is wrong is not wrong anymore, nor is it the same as reconciliation. So you might be at a place where you've forgiven him, but you guys have not yet reconciled, meaning he hasn't earned your trust back. 
And in this situation, that might be where you're at. Maybe you've forgiven him, but you don't completely trust him yet. And that's where this fear or this paranoia is coming from. Again, without knowing all the details of this the scenario and your specific situation, I can't for sure know. But these are all some of the things that come up that play into these feelings of paranoia. Because what is it? What is this paranoia? It's a fear. It's a fear that we're going to get hurt. You know, it's a fear to be vulnerable again, all of that. And obviously it may be a well-founded fear because you have been hurt and maybe you are afraid to be vulnerable again. So if that is the case, then it sounds like there is something else that you need to work on. It sounds like perhaps your way to overcome the fear is to work on feeling safe in the marriage again, feeling secure in the marriage again. Because if you felt secure, you wouldn't want to check his phone. You wouldn't, it, that wouldn't even come up. It wouldn't even cross your mind. I never check my husband's phone. I never, it doesn't ever even cross my mind. But why? That's because I feel very secure in our marriage. There have been times in other relationships in the past where I was cheated on that I didn't feel so secure. I felt very insecure in a marriage and I did want to be checking the phone and doing all the crazy things. So understanding where this comes from and how you're feeling and maybe some of the ways that you can start to repair it is really, really helpful. Again, understanding are there triggers that are happening for you or is it perhaps that he's never really repented, that he said sorry and yeah, okay, whatever, I'm kind of sorry, we kind of talked about it, but maybe you don't really feel like his apology is genuine or you don't really feel that there's, you're not seeing any of the fruits of his apology and you're not seeing that there's any true repentance and that is what has you in this place of fear whatever that looks like for you there's there are so many different aspects of it but basically the understanding that this insecurity this paranoia is coming from a place of fear and how can we bring about perfect love to drive out that fear i hope that was helpful to you guys continuing on with our series on boundaries let me know what your thoughts are if you maybe have more questions as if this is something that has resonated with you. Please jump into our Facebook at the Grace Fields Wives Club or if you want to work with me and really go through this stuff and you have a dialogue with me about it, then the Grace Fields Marriage Method is for you because it has all the teachings I have in there on communication skills and forgiveness and all this great stuff that we go through where we heal ourselves, we understand about our husband, and then we work to repair our marriages. Even if our husbands aren't showing up, not doing the work, we're doing all the things. We're not even worried about them. We just really are empowered to take the marriage into our own hands and really move forward with love and grace. You can find that at greasefueledmarriagemethod.gre.com. I love you guys. And until next week. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.